Do you want to go down to a 40-hour week without losing revenue? If you're ready to let go of all the extra hours, the stress, the overwhelm, and the clients who hijack your time, consider my signature program, Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind. In it, we'll get your accounting practice under control. We'll fix your pricing problems. I'll show you ways to price so you stop giving away the farm so you bring in more revenue for the work you're already doing. I'll help you disengage the clients who are good people but are holding your business back and slowing you down. I'll help you package up your services and design them so they're easy for your clients to understand and choose from while helping you simplify and standardize what you sell. And we'll focus on making your messaging more interesting and compelling so you attract more of the kinds of clients you want to work with and break out of the hodgepodge of referrals trap. We get your prices up, we get your workload down. We standardize, we simplify, we streamline. And we do this at a pace that feels doable, where you feel confident in every choice you make. Prices up, workload down. Registration is open now. We start Tuesday, May 7th. Come with us. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to find out more. Welcome to the She Thinks Big podcast, where you'll hear from women entrepreneurs who are doing good in the world, from spark to screw up to success. Thinking big is in their core. It's in yours and it's in mine. I've traveled to 50 countries and seven continents, done an Ironman, and co-founded a company that has generated millions of dollars for sustainability. My name is Geraldine Carter, and I'm delighted to share with you conversations and coaching with amazing women. Time to get inspired and grow your impact. Hey ladies, this episode is short and sweet. I want to keep it simple for you because this one's really important and I don't want this concept getting lost in a bunch of other concepts. It's awesome that all things mindfulness and mindset are out there now in the mainstream. In the last five or so years, words like inner dialogue, inner critic, self-talk, inner mean girl, mind chatter, mind talk, gremlins have all become familiar words to us. It's as if all of a sudden, boom, we all got on the same page that we had these voices in our head that were talking to us a lot of the day. I'm so happy to see this happening. When I started doing mindfulness work more than 10 years ago, it was not the case that inner dialogue and conversations around self-talk and inner critic were commonplace, at least not in my circles. Maybe if you lived in California, where they're always 40 years ahead of the game. I find hope and excitement in this widespread upwelling of all things consciousness raising. And... There's a problem. Surely there are many problems still, but there's one problem that sticks out to me as fundamental that I want to talk about today. And that is that many people are still attributing their feelings to outside forces. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been taking note, literally on sticky notes, anytime I hear somebody attribute their own feelings and emotions to outside forces. And it makes sense that we're doing this, right? Because we get taught from an early age that other things and other people have power over our feelings. No doubt you heard in grade school, don't say that, you'll hurt Susie's feelings. Or it's opposite, did Susie say something to hurt your feelings? Everything from other people doing things to control our feelings to something as benign as the weather. Like, this weather makes me cranky. So you might hear those and think, oh yeah, those are totally obvious examples, I've got it. But have a listen to some of these examples that I've jotted down and see what you think. Here's one. This is making me worry. My boss just got fired and now I have job-related anxiety. Number two is, it's frustrating because I just can't get caught up. Number three is, my house is a total mess and it's stressing me out. Number four is, things aren't going well and it has affected my confidence. 
Number five is it gives me anxiety when I don't hear back. Number six is it's just intimidating because she's so well-known. Number seven is getting supported makes me nervous. Number eight, this line of business isn't working very well and it's making me feel a bit down. Number nine is when I bounce a check, it's humiliating. I'm guessing that a lot of those sound familiar to you and you're probably nodding your head along going, yep, yeah, 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 right? Yes, I totally get it. Here's the thing. Outside factors don't have the power to control our feelings. That's not where our feelings come from. They come from our thoughts. Our thoughts come from our feelings, which inform our choices, which in turn inform our actions, which create our results. And when the results compile over time, that's how you create your life. I'll do it again. Your thoughts inform your feelings, which inform your choices, which inform your actions, which create your results, and your results create your life. The part that we're focusing on is that your thoughts inform your feelings. So if you don't believe me yet, let's do a simple example. Last week, it snowed about eight inches. If you were watching the news, this was the Northwest snowpocalypse of 2019. When I woke up in the morning and I saw all the snow outside, my first thought was, yes, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And immediately I felt happy and excited and energized. And soon to follow, my choices were looking at my calendar to see how I might clear out a few hours so I could go up to the ski hill. Soon thereafter, someone came over to my house. And what she said was, when I woke up this morning and I saw the snow, I thought, oh my God, I can't stand winter. How soon can I leave this state? And I felt annoyed and hopeless. So the question becomes, how can the snow make me feel energized, excited, and joyful, and at the very same time make somebody else feel annoyed and hopeless? And the answer is that it doesn't, right? The snow doesn't have any power to make me feel anything, and it doesn't have any power to make my friend feel something different. And of course it doesn't. It seems obvious when you look at it, right? The snow has no power to make you feel something. Nonetheless, a lot of us operate in our day-to-day lives as if outside triggers are the things that are responsible for how we feel. So let's go back to the examples that I listed. A messy house doesn't have the power to make you feel stress. Somebody talking fast. Neither the words nor the person has the power to make you feel anxious. The perception of being behind and not being able to be caught up doesn't have any power to make you feel frustrated. It's just a perception. A perception unto itself isn't really even a thing, right? So how would it have any power to make you feel frustrated? Her being well-known, her well-knownness, doesn't have any power to be intimidating. If that were the case, then every single person would be intimidated around this well-known so-and-so. There are probably plenty of people who are quite comfortable around this well-known so-and-so. Her being well-known doesn't have power to make anybody feel intimidated, even though many of us may actually get that way. Being supported doesn't have power to make you nervous. It's not the support that makes you nervous. Other people in the very same situation could have a very different experience of being supported. That a line of business isn't working doesn't have power to make you feel down. And that a boss got fired doesn't have any power to give you anxiety, right? If that were the go-to response for a boss getting fired, then how would we explain the people who are overjoyed when their boss gets fired? These things are merely the trigger that cause a series of thoughts that lead to your feelings. And that's where we're getting mixed up. We're believing that the trigger is the cause and the source of our feelings. But the real source of your feelings is what your mind makes up about the trigger. It's your thoughts about the trigger. So let's go back to inner critic, inner mean girl, inner dialogue, self-talk, mind talk, inner chitter-chatter, monkey mind, gremlin, whatever you want to call it. Let's just call them unintentional thoughts. Some people also call them unconscious thoughts which I'm okay with, except it comes with a hair of judgment. 
So let's just call them unintentional thoughts. They're just thoughts that are in our minds and we're not really paying attention. These unintentional thoughts are the source of your unintentional feelings, which is both awesome and terrifying because now all of a sudden you have the power to be totally free from the feelings that you don't want to be experiencing. And there is unlimited freedom in that. And there's also unlimited responsibility because now you don't get to blame or justify or excuse your feelings on outside factors. Now it's up to you to create the reality that you want. And it can be difficult to give up our old habits and patterns, right? Because there's a certain payoff in believing that we don't have responsibility. And by payoff, I mean something that looks like a bonus, but really comes at a cost. There's a certain payoff for being at the effect of other things, for having our experience of life and why it's no good or why we don't like it, the fault of circumstances. And like I said, it can be really difficult to give that up. But when we give it up, the trade-off is total freedom. Freedom from being at the mercy of emotions and feelings that you don't understand why they're there, that you don't know how to get out of, that you got stuck in. And now, when you know that your feelings are merely a product of your thoughts, and that before, unbeknownst to you, you were just thinking unintentional thoughts, just like the rest of us, now all of a sudden, you have the power to think intentional thoughts and create the intentional feelings that flow out of your intentional thoughts. So if you're feeling stressed because your house is a mess, the unintentional thought is, I'll never be able to clean all this up, and you feel stressed, suddenly you have both the power and the responsibility to think to yourself, the house is a mess, and I can feel however I want to feel about that. You could feel grateful for the kid toys that are everywhere, or for all the gear that's strewn all about from your recent adventure in the mountains. If you're feeling intimidated because she's really well known and you're scared to reach out, suddenly now you have the power, you have the choice to think an intentional thought that could be, she's well known and I would love to meet her and I'm worthy of meeting her. I have something to offer her and feel solid and confident. If you have a line of business that is underperforming, you could think an unintentional thought that's, why is this so hard? I'm just struggling and I can't seem to make this work. And you could feel down. Or you could think an intentional thought and ask yourself, hmm, this line of business isn't doing super hot. What options do I have here? What might I create if I put some energy into beefing up this line of business? Or what might I create if I put the kibosh on this line of business? And you could get excited about the possibilities. There's real power in thinking intentional thoughts. Whereas letting your mind wander all around, unchaperoned, is a recipe for getting into trouble. So I want you to be tuning your rabbit ears to quick little phrases that get dropped in like this in conversation. They sound totally plausible and completely believable. And you can bet your bottom dollar that the person whose mouth it's coming out of totally believes it. And once you start tuning your rabbit ears, you'll begin to hear this with surprising frequency. And soon after that, you'll start to hear yourself doing it. And my hope for you is that you go, oh, oh, look, I'm doing that. And you take it easy on yourself because there's no need to criticize yourself for doing this, right? There's no need to find one more reason to be hard on yourself. And you go, oh, oh, look at me. I'm doing that thing. How about I flip the script to an intentional thought that supports the feeling that I want to have? I wanted to spend some time on this today because it's fundamental and foundational to many episodes to follow because it's through our thoughts that we create our feelings, that we create our choices, which lead to our actions, which create the results which compile to create the life that we're currently living. It's through our thoughts that we create our lives. So if we want to create the life that we really want for ourselves, it happens with sharp focus on our intentional thoughts. And for the life that we have right now, it has been created by all of the thoughts that we've had in the past. So if we don't learn how to change our thoughts, we will continue to create 
the same kind of life and the same kind of outcomes that we've been creating. If we want to create new and bigger outcomes, have a more significant impact, be fearless about disrupting old structures and frameworks that no longer work for us. It requires that we get on purpose about what we're thinking. That's why I wanted to spend some extra time on this concept today and keep it short, keep it simple, and keep it clear so that you nail this fundamental skill and we can build on it from there. All right, ladies, that's it for today. As always, sending you love and excitement for what you're creating, and I'll see you next week. If you want to find out more about the She Thinks Big podcast or hear previous episodes, head on over to my website, shethinksbigpodcast.com. And of course, I want to know what you're thinking big about. I hope you'll share in the She Thinks Big Facebook group. I love hearing from listeners because here in my studio, all I hear is crickets and my meowing cats. Thanks so much for listening to the show this week. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please do leave me a raving five-star review. You can write to me at Geraldine at SheThinksBigPodcast.com. And if you want to send a tweet, I'm at Geraldine Carter. You've been listening to She Thinks Big. See you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Registration is open now, but it won't be for long. Go to GeraldineCarter.com now to enroll today.